makes big sharp spikes for you to line things up since you're too cool to use the software that does it all automatically. Yeah, why would I do that? What the f is going on down there? It's mid December 2016. It's episode 438 of WTF TFWween. I'm Vangeline and I'm joined by Erin. Oh. No. No. What? I, I deal with enough other bad iterations of Aaron, A Aaron. Aaron! That I don't know. I don't need Aaron. Why not? Because people might keep saying, you should just call him Arian, and then we'll just have all kinds of great conversations. Because that's what I need in life. Well, we're also joined by TJ Omegin. I was wondering how you'd manage that. Just add Ian to the end of your name. The whole the bit's over now, but I didn't want to leave you out of it. I, I appreciate that. You're welcome! Uh, we're here to talk to you today about Transformers, and also, like, just be criminally irritating. Uh, hey guys, last week, uh, the Transformers 5 trailer dropped. Now, I don't want to leave you guys out, and I know you're both incredibly excited about the live-action film series. So, uh, TJ Omega, did you watch the Transformers 5 trailer? Uh, I did, after about the 20th person who sent it to me. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's weird how like you can tell the trailers out because you don't even have to go looking for it. It's just your social media activates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so did you did you have any uh, feelings afterwards? I mourned two and a half minutes of my life I lost for no reason. I mean, you had Anthony Hopkins speaking during it. That's got to give it at least the value of a potato chip. Come on. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins talking Transformers is my brain doesn't accept that for some reason. We're going to sit down with him at BotCon. We're going to have a steak and some fries and we're going to chat robots it's gonna be great uh so no 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 lasting impressions on you really other than like oh here here we go it was a transformer trailer like I, like I, I'm, I, I'm i'm seeing knights and giant robots and soldiers and optimus prime flaying bumblebee a slice at a time yeah properly i i, I don't know like I, i'm not sure there's much a transformer trailer can do at this point to make me go Ooh, ah, it's just, yeah, that, that was what I came to expect. Well, um, Aaron, uh, I, I know you might have been moonlighting on some other podcasts uh, in the last week, but nonetheless, if you still have time for us, uh, if you could, uh, like, have you got any, any thoughts on, on this trailer yourself? Uh, it sure is a popcorn trailer. Whole bunch of exciting stuff that, uh, we just have to wait and see how it really comes to fruition. You don't have uh, you don't have hot take speculations based on our hang on where's our uh, however many hundred and something uh, screen caps. No HD screen. Any you don't you're pouring it's, through those with a no. I'm not going through them with a fine tooth comb. That's your I'm, words, not mine. I'm trying to not uh, read deeply into any meme language that may be written on cars. What are you talking uh, about? I don't, I don't know. Something that <laughs> Seth's getting crazy about in the thread. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, right. Some, something that only Seth is getting crazy about in the thread. Right. Yeah. 
Aaron, uh, I have a relevant hey. question for you. Okay. So in, in the in the age of knights and in the age of, of swastikas and in the age of the modern era, at any one of those points, can you actually tell me with a straight face that helicopters are real? Helicopters are very real, man. I, you you've seen helicopters. Well, you know I've but seen you, you them. have helicopter toys. And it would be well, odd I, to I make have, a toy of something representing a thing in real life if the thing in real life didn't really exist. I have spaceship toys, too. Yeah, there are spaceships in real life. There are six people orbiting the Earth <laughs> in a space station. So you tell, you tell you me need like, some sort of ship to go from the ground to the space station. Now, granted, it's not, <laughs> it's not Star Trek Enterprise. Okay, it's all right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You tell there me are my, spaceships that go from the ground. Tell me my Alcatron, up. who turns into a, into a large church-like uh, a battle bridge, should, should exist, because I have a toy of him. Ha, ha, have you seen aircraft carriers? I, I think he's telling me that all my dragons exist, because I have toys of them. This is, this is some... Uh, so I actually don't know the meaning of Look, this, this word. Look, but... this isn't the best-reasoned argument, I'll admit. <laughs> It's been a spurious, look, look, spurious look, reasoning and, so I've and, heard and, on YouTube And the once. first link that you have us talking about this stupid movie, there's a helicopter. There's a well, helicopter a, with a camera on it. It's movie magic. You know, they might have that might be that might be a CG helicopter because, you know, they make CG dinosaurs all the time. I'm going to go back to a show that's more professional. <laughs> I just was wondering if I could make it to what we got this week without bringing that up. But it just seems to slot in there perfectly. Um. Yeah, all right. I, I just wanted to make sure you guys had your chance with the last night, you know, because we're probably never going to talk about it again. Um, like who knows if it's a real movie? This could have been could have been a parody trailer this whole time. Uh, getting into stuff that's real, new picture picks. Uh, Aaron, you have something ready to go, rip, rip roaring, ready to go right now. Yes. Um, make toys on their Facebook. Uh, put up a bunch of pictures of their downbeat, which is the masterpiece inspired jazz. Um, looks like the classic Porsche. Uh, all the colors are just dead spot on, and uh, was was sitting there looking at it all with Alfie, uh, since she is of course the crazy jazz expert, mm-hmm. and came to the conclusion that the doors down look is very much uh, like the Marvel comic books look. We were both sitting there like, what? That's got a different look to it than the doors up. What is it? And she's like, oh, yeah, comic books, duh. And I was like, how? How? How do you do that? She's like, I, how, do, how do you not? Yeah, I work and, in jazzes. I know these yeah. things. <laughs> but um, it looks, for the, the profiles of it look just like the G1 toy. Uh, except for like the the bit of some things that look like they're maybe on those images either not pushed all the way up or or something you see a little bit of the uh like the um flare side coloring that light blue red stripe underneath the car that i think is something that helps fill out his legs some but oh yeah yeah some some imperfections from the g1 toy but i guess they're allowed because reasons I uh, I really like the the thing they did on his lack of an insignia this time, where uh, not only is the shape there, but they've in fact filled in the color, so you don't even need like a full wrapper label. You could just get one of the white outline wrapper labels, mm-hmm. and uh, you'd have a natural paint color still underneath it. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. This looks like I think this thing looks really cool. Uh, I like I like the, uh, the grappling hook hand. Like you can totally see how it mounts on there, but it's, it's it seems yeah. pretty fun. 
Um, and I think that's a good way as well to do uh, like the replacement hand stuff. Uh, a lot of the other masterpiece stuff, it's like you have to rotate his hand back into the forearm and then plug this unwieldy thing on the back of the stump. But having it, it looks like it's just a thing that he holds in his hand, but it entirely covers his hand. Also, there's an ab joint, which makes me happy. Yes. That's apparently going going from that thing I went to at TFCon Toronto. It seems to be one of the make toys imperatives right now. Is they're like, we want to put an ab joint on everything. Yeah. Well, that's a joint that gives like a little bit of motion and that helps change dynamics. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I think, I think the only thing about, about him that, uh, I'm trying to think now, there's something about him where I was like, huh, man, that's something I guess I could cite as an imperfection. Now I can't remember what it was. Must not have been that serious. No, it wasn't. It was kind of this thing I do where I need to figure out something I can cite as a, as a critique, um, just for my own sake. Now I can't remember it. I'll think of it somewhere down the line. Um, also, I the, think the, I think the smirk face is a little bit too far. So I like the smirk face because it's kind of ridiculous. Because he's like, Frrr. yeah, it's like <laughs> all the way over there. It's not just like <laughs> it's like. <laughs> And I really like the oh no face. Like it looks like he stepped in something yeah. or that he's just seeing something he shouldn't be seeing. Uh, it's cute. Um, I, I also noticed something uh, interesting, which is that his hip skirts change in the shots where he has the purple speaker things behind his shoulders. Uh, they seem to have been bulked up slightly with uh, subwoofers. Yeah. I'm curious if that's a snap-on part or if well, that's Well, if you look at the in. side of them in a couple of the other pictures, it looks like there's a tab. Okay. on those hip skirts yeah yeah like there's a, a tab up on the hinge and then one lower that when he goes to like sonic whatever mode mm. he can beef up and I I, uh, I am a friend of the color of white plastic it's it's one of those very particular just sheen whites uh, mm-hmm. polymers that uh, is pleasant to look at. It, it's just it's one of those things when I write reviews of toys that use plastic like that, where I'm always having to say, uh, as for whether or not the plastic will yellow, we're going to have to wait about five years to find out. Right. But hopefully it won't. <laughs> I had that uh, earlier this year with another figure. Yeah. And the thing is, that looks like it's just a bone white, white plastic versus like I still have J4ZZ on my desk with his pearlescent plastic, which also is beautiful. Where it's like the J4ZZ is like the modern take of it, and this downbeat is the like, hey, we're taking the toy from uh, the the your childhood and making it something modern. So I'm super close to picking up a J4ZZ because mm-hmm. uh, there there's one that is it's 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 already kind of inexpensive. On uh, on an eBay listing, and I have an eBay coupon for twenty bucks off that lasts till the twenty second. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, well, you know, a one shot purchase with twenty bucks off J four ZZ seems like a really solid one. I really like the look in the in the in the I, feel I of would, that thing. I would not try and dissuade you from that. Yeah, because I looked at other things and I was like, well, there's pieces of combiners, but I don't really feel like that. Uh, Iron Factory stuff I could do, but the only new one out is the Drifts. If the Iron Factory Optimus was out, I might be tempted to use the coupon on that. So it's kind of like just for a one-shot buy. Um, like I, I've I've wanted to actually own a Generation toy piece for ages. So I'm getting tempted. Um, yeah, that thing looks cool. Uh, 
we saw the uh we saw the great proto back at, at Chicago, so they've already got looks like the color test shot done. Um mm-hmm. I guess they're just tweaking now. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out in uh, in final. Uh TJ, do you have any thoughts on this uh this downbeat jazz? Does look quite nice. Yeah. Like jazz personally is one of those where I would not be surprised to see a masterpiece release here in the next year or so, so I'm not like itching for something like this, but Mm. Like I do really like the look of it. I love the option of having the wing up, wing down. Yeah, mm-hmm. if if uh, if an official masterpiece of him comes out anytime soon, I'm actually going to be kind of mad if they don't have that option. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it and it seems I, like I, I, from everything that we've heard though that Porsche is keeping that from happening. So I've heard. Yeah, I mean I, I've I've heard it a couple of different ways of just like yeah, there's. What was it? A culture difference between like Porsche and Volkswagen, even though they're under the same parent company. Uh, mm-hmm. Porsche thinks things should be done entirely differently. Which also, from car people that I've uh, that I know, that's and things that I've read is about the same. Because I expect there are at least um, very, ba- if not you know, certainly there's line art. I would even expect there are very basic physical models of masterpiece Jazz and Sunstreaker. I would expect they've even been around for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. We know well, I mean, the designers we, get ahead of themselves a lot. I mean, there's still yeah. an alternator bumblebee floating around they never got the license for. Yeah. The alternator um, Megatron. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That was that was one, too, that was caught between end of line and changing minds. Yeah. And so, like, because I know I've had this discussion with people where I had to make sure that I was being clear and, not, and I wasn't saying, like, oh, no, I'm saying this in order to justify buying an expensive unofficial toy. But it's like, no, like, I think there are there are plenty of, of feasible reasons why Sunstreaker and Jazz could be mired in uh, licensor hell for a good long time. Uh, Jazz being a Porsche, uh, Sunstreaker being a concept Lamborghini when Lamborghini was apparently already enough of a bear to deal with with an existing Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and they, if I remember right, Lamborghini is very particular about where the cracks appear in the alt mode. And on Sunstreaker, with those feet, you, you kind of have to have the front split. Right. Unless you do a whole lot of extra work to cheat around it. So I don't know. Like, and, and I say all this where I, I would not be mad if those got announced like tomorrow. Uh, just, you know, I, I feel like those are the ones who are the farthest off, like especially with in a world where Masterpiece Inferno exists first. I think there's a a, a reason outside of designer preference on, on mm-hmm. guys like Jazz and Sunstreaker. Um, but, yeah, you know, we'll see, because uh, you know, often Masterpiece alikes tend to come in in waves and rhythms that often seem to have to do with stuff. Um, but you know, also, also still waiting to see any, any news on that masterpiece hound that everyone thought was coming. Um, that one actually does surprise me because I, I don't think that that licensor would be quite as difficult to deal with. It's going to be Jeep. Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah. I mean, they did alternators, but yeah. yeah. It's more like, what else are you going to do with it once you get that license? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I've also heard, there's an interesting argument I heard posited with the current state of Masterpiece being so cartoon-oriented. Although I feel the logo for the Firetruck Company, is what I'm going to call them, <laughs> being on the Inferno box maybe 
is already a, a mark against this idea. But with the, the Masterpiece toys becoming even more cartoon oriented, I've heard it suggested, hey, maybe guys whose licensors are harder to deal with, they could just fully cartoonize the alt mode to make it look less like the real thing. But I have a feeling it's not as simple as that. Like that seems more that seems like that could be a real mucky swamp to get into. Mm -hmm. Well, that goes against the design concept behind it, too. I mean, if it was that simple, they would have done that with Bumblebee and avoided the difficult license to begin with. Yeah. And I mean, I, I also I also have seen that suggested as a way for them to just do cliff jumper. <clears throat> and it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, we like Bumblebee is from the Hasui era. And it seems like it seems it seems like priorities have shifted for sure. But Inferno still has that logo on his box. His box is literally under my desk. I just I don't want to lean down to pick it up. <laughs> but there's a logo on his box for a, I'm going to call them a fire truck company, uh, and his fire truck mode does not look realistic at all. It, it's uh, well, I mean, it, you know, it looks like a fire truck, but it looks a whole lot like the weird kind of shrunken, stumpy fire truck that you associate with the cartoon and even with the toy. Um, so who knows? Uh, moving on from there, though, TJ, do you have a new picture pick? Uh, I have a few that have been coming out sporadically mm -hmm. uh they're building up the hype train for super jinrai's impending release yeah that package shot is reminding me that he's going to be expensive to ship yeah look at that huge pocket of unused space below him <laughs> yeah <laughs> i forgot about that it looks like there's got i i i, I can see some parts under there but yeah that's a huge gulf oh, of yeah. space He's got, I think, yeah, one of each gun under there. But, like, yeah, yeah. it's just, man, that, it's that vehicle mode, <laughs> lengthwise, with space above and below. To be fair, that's a pretty chunky leader class toy in the first place. It is. It you, is. That was going to be a painful ship no matter what. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I, always, I always tend to find one way or another to be uh, whiny about the toys that are about to ship my way. Because... <laughs> You know, darn it, I hate paying shipping. It's the least fun part of toy collecting. Yes, but you have to. Remember, you're not supposed to own this toy technically. This is a privilege you're paying for. That's right. I'm getting illegal I'm getting illegal overseas toys. Weird. Doesn't pass your safety laws. <laughs> Those feet don't pass any safety laws. You can't pull the wool over my eyes. Those feet uh, are unsafe at any speed. I'm I'm really looking forward to that toy coming out and getting a closer look at all the parts where God Bomber is going to attach. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's not going to be like a very long piece of fun activity, but it's gonna. I think I'm gonna have fun just going like, oh, this is probably where it's going to clip on, you know? Right. Now I've I've been enjoying the little teasers for this one. I remember uh, they also did the uh, the comparison shot between the two. Yeah. And I'm happy I skipped the U.S. version. Yeah, it's the thing about that comparison shot that I still find so weird is how much original tooling the U.S. one has that this one doesn't. Yeah. It's just like, mm. man, that's so odd. Like, it's not like I'm mad. and It's not like it's earth shaking. It's just so weird how both company or, you know, both both parts of the of the, the license holders here, you know, they're both going for kind of the same thing, but as differently as possible. Well, we just saw that with Computron, too. That, too, yeah. And, and, yeah. and that one apparently happened in, in a void. I wonder if this one happened in a void as well. Part of it has to do with budgeting, and we know that for a fact. I mean, the, you, the one of the big things is we get all those nice new feet 
components for Jinrai. Mm-hmm. They just went with Magnuses because they were already there. You know, it's close enough. Yeah. So they get away with it. It's it's things like that they both changed but went in different directions. Just like the torso itself, where the Jinrai version gives me what I was expecting them to do in the first place, which was to mimic Power Master Prime's torso. Yeah. Where for just for some reason they decided to like half apex armor on the on the US release. Yeah, and I think I think the US one is is coming from a perspective of we don't necessarily know if we're gonna do a god bomber apex armor. Yeah. So we're kind of just gonna fuse the the two together. And uh and I, I I thought that approach was also pretty cool. Um It's not a bad approach, but I like the fake high cue that's been jammed into Super Jinrai. Yeah. I'm actually kinda looking forward. Perfect effect uh went like because perfect effect we're gonna do a god bomber and they still might. But their response to God Bomber dropping was like, all right, well, you know, we actually also developed a replacement Jinrai who turns into an engine and just sits inside the torso. Uh, along with, like, I think, like, a couple guns or some other minor add-on. And I was like, that's cute. Like, I kind of want to get that. <laughs> oh, no, it's a new head on minor add-ons. It's a new head with LEDs in it, so you, you remove the headmaster part of them. Ah. Uh, and I think that's kind of cool. What with the headmaster part being extremely minor on this toy in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, that's out very soon. Maybe it'll be uh, this week. I, I think I the date on it's the first. Is it? For, I thought because on Amazon Every, Japan it was a December date. Yeah, all the all the release dates are December. It might be Wait, the twenty. For some reason, I thought I saw like one one seventeen. That might be like when uh, it's going to hit like proper retail saturation. I guess. It oh no, they don't be. do that in Japan. I mean, that no. that would be when it would hit here for sure. That might have yeah. been what it was that somebody, some local, or stateside, was going to have it then. Never mind, don't mind me. Watch local stateside. <laughs> it's in the United States. It's local. Yeah. But no, I'm getting really excited for this one. Mm. Cool. Um, was there anything else? Like you know, you said there were a couple small things. You have one other one that's really tugging at you. Uh, not. <clears throat> I don't know, not in particular. Like I was looking at the, I was looking at the uh, the new cup reveal we got, but you know, yeah, being... it's, it's a nice piece of artwork, but it, yeah. it tells me very little about the toy. Considering we've had some Titans class or Titans Return artwork that has not been too representative of the toys in the past. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit hesitant to put too much validity to it though going like idw in style like that definitely feels more like what they would be doing oh yeah like the aesthetic of it is certainly like, you know you can tell he's got the split guns uh, and the aesthetic of that is certainly what the sculpt is going to look like it's just like you know this isn't going to tell me if he's a retool necessarily or like what yeah you know what his transformation scheme is yeah but the only thing i took away is the fact that they did go idw with the design which makes sense on a retool purpose it's something that could be used more easily yeah, but mm-hmm. it did surprise me considering Titans Return's been so slavish to the G one design so far. Well, yeah, and uh, I mean maybe the alt mode is going to have a compromise because um, <clears> you know they're 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 doing less realistic alt modes in Titans Return. So like for all you know, who knows? Maybe he turns into just the straight up eighties space pickup truck. I kind of hope. Like part of me really was getting my hopes up for the, just that super weird triangular truck. I mean, with Rodimus and Blur being in the line already, Blur especially, like, I, I feel like the chances are super high of him being at, le- at least a little bit spacey. 
And that, that would be cool if he comes out that way, because then it's like, hey, we've got very 80s reminiscent versions of a lot of the major movie cast now. Yeah. You know, like Magnus and RC from the last generation's line. And, and well, then... that's what kind of took me off about the the more modern design. This is like, well, th- that I think Cup's pretty much the standout at this point because he's gotten toys, but they've all been modernized in Earth mode. Mm hmm. Also, you know, who knows? Maybe the toy will have more of a canopy, or a canopy, you know, like the the hood thing behind his on his on his back. Because mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. it could be a part of this artwork that's just getting left out. Like the the art the artwork is is made so early in the process. It's uh, often little details can be different here and there. Um, I also like the idea of Cup having that expression on his face when going all head on, just going like, "This is stupid. Why do I have a headmaster?" Still need the cigar <laughs> though. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a faceplate replacement if this one doesn't have it, right? Yeah. Someone's going to do the modified faceplate with the Saigar in there. Yeah. Um, this last issue of the TFCC magazine is not out yet, no, or at least no one has it yet that I'm aware of. So, unfortunately, I feel, and it seems like you guys kind of agree, like there's not a whole lot to really discuss about the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, I am assuming that a picture of the toy is inside because they say preview and review. This is just me assuming that they're using the words right. Uh, also, I I always feel weird about seeing preview and review in, like, tandem. But who knows? Like, maybe they've mm-hmm. got a straight-up, like, finished copy in package. So, you know, it's a preview review. Um, cool. Uh, I've got I've got a couple new picture picks myself uh, I wouldn't mind talking about. Uh, just a quick one. Someone uh, leaked out a scan from the new Generations book in Japan that shows some of how the new Masterpiece Megatron transforms. Uh, Just neat. Here's the only problem. It skips over just enough stuff that I actually can't tell what's happening. So (laughs) it's not... Unfortunately, it's not terribly useful. (laughs) Like, I, I looked at it a whole bunch and I was like, I mean, I could see where things are going, but... This isn't giving me a comprehensive feeling at all about what's happening here. So, oh, well. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys glean very much? Have you seen that uh, the picture? Have you gleaned very I, much I from it? I don't know if, if I have. Do you have a link to it? Uh, I did see it. I'll grab you a link. Yeah, it's like you can see that the, there's a whole lot happening in the feet, and you can see that uh, you can leave the fusion cannon attached through the transformation, which is cool. Uh, that's something I really like on a Megatron. Uh, the DX9 one does that, and not too difficultly. There's also some line art in here, which is, of course, neat to look at, like like from the design of the, the sculpt and, and all the extra pieces. But uh, as far as how the toy works, like, you get to this stuff, and it's like, all right, like, the torso twists. Then the legs explode. And then something happens, and then he's a gun. It's like, all right. Like, it seems like he's not faking any parts, which is really cool. Uh, I, had, right. I had actually kind of assumed that um, something on there was gonna gonna do a cheat, but it seems like he he seems to not have a cheaty transformation, which is really neat. It's uh, it's kind of like those learn to draw things where it's like you draw a circle, then you draw another circle on top of it, then you draw the rest of the owl. <laughs> that's 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 literally a Pia tweet that I saw. Uh, okay. In the last week, <laughs> okay. he, he basically put up a picture of that and was like, "Well, here's the masterpiece Megatron transformation," and it, it was the owl. It's like two circles, then owl. Yeah. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> first draw the draw the first circle and then draw the second circle and then draw the rest of the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel yeah it's simple 
Um, yeah, like the main thing I'm getting from this is like no cheating and clearly there's something very clever in the legs, which is what I expected. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing this thing in physical and messing with it. It seems like the only thing that could go wrong is if, you know, those parts where we seem to be gleaning over some stuff where the entire middle of the toy is exploding and reshaping. If that's unfun to do, that would be a bummer. But it, I think there is a way that could happen that would be fun. I'm afraid it's going to be thin panel hell. That's what I'm. That's that's the unfun version. Yeah, uh, and I am. This thing is disastrously complicated. I am fingers crossed. This is going to be like it looks complicated, but when you play with it, it's like Inferno and Ironhide, where like just the, you know, the design of the of the panels they just slip right into place. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to realign anything. And I'm hoping that given yeah, the because, way that because you could have a bunch of panels, and as long as it's laid out well. Yeah. The actions make sense. And, like, if you look at this, it looks like you are building chunks of the gun. You're not, like, exploding the entire figure and right. putting them back together. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed. Like, I'm, 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 I'm staying glass half full on this guy being fun to transform. Um, the main new picture pick I want to talk about, where there, I think there's a little bit more to say, is... I lost the URL. I had it. Here we go. I got it. Uh, This is a new, what appears to be licensed third-party figure of Drift uh, from a new company called Flame Toys in their Kuro Karakuri line. Um, This is is by Chemical Attack. I just, I didn't see that. Oh, God. Okay, now I'm like triple excited about this. Chemical Attack is a designer I am in love with who works on a lot of Sentinel stuff. So this seems to be a licensed third-party figure. And it seems that the first figure they're doing is Drift with a soft goods cloak uh, and LEDs in the chest, unless those are just lights from the stage, but those are very contained. Uh, No, those are LEDs. Um, If Chemical Attack is doing this, the posability is going to be off the friggin' chain. So now I'm triple excited, and I'm also excited by something here. This is a licensed third-party figure, and it's not Optimus, nor Megatron, nor Bumblebee, nor Starscream. And I feel like there must have, like, this is part, like, it's called Zero One Drift. That had to have been a long discussion. Because my understanding is it's very hard to not get the Transformers license as a third party and then um, not be forced to then do Optimus Prime and Megatron. So, wow, I didn't know Chemical Attack is working on this. I'm friggin' super I, stoked I, I, I am I am giddy at how happy you're getting the more that you look at this. So, do you remember those those Iron Man re-edit figures or the Riobots, mm-hmm. the ones with just the, the sick, beautiful engineering where, like, panels move with each other as you move the joints? Yeah. That's the guy. That chemical, chemical Attack is that designer. Because Ke- Chemical, it, the, the sign says team. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I've, I've always come to know Chemical Attack as, a, as more of a person than a team. Are, are, are you saying they all look the same to you? No. But... I do have a story about that that happened to me earlier this week, <laughs> but I shouldn't go into that. No, okay, well, yeah, uh, like Chemical Attack, uh, they do uh, a lot of articulation work specifically. Like they are, like Chemical Attack is sometimes brought in as a contractor just to work on articulation. Okay. So uh, to me, this is this is in, intensely exciting because also if you want to, if if there's one character whose toy I would want to be very poseable, it would be Drift. What with all his swords. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. Damn. Um, like, Chemical Attack does such good work that I, I have bought several Iron Men when I'm not the world's biggest Iron Man fan. I just think he's cool. I bought a figure of Riobot Blodia 
uh, for, of, of the Blodia from uh, from that fighting game in the Riobot line. It's one of my favorite figures ever. I don't really care about whatever Cyberbots, but that figure is really well done. So yeah, I'm man, I'm stoked now. <laughs> I don't want to look in the thread because this is a non-transforming transformer, and I bet you, I, I bet I know what most of the threads about. But um, yeah, I'm I'm stoked about this. Um, I don't know, Aaron. You seem to be mostly uh, excited about my excitement, which makes me happy. I like being infectious. Uh, it looks cool. I really dig that they are giving him the the three sword set. Yeah. Um, and it looks as if his like the great sword has some sort of other transformation to it as well. Yeah. If this... based on their outlines, it has like a closed and open look to it. Um, the swords are sheathed, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, he has a, a, a great at least in the the resin stance a cool stance um never quite sure about cloth goods but that's just me i i guess i've not messed with good cloth goods on something to be like no they can they can be good um like these this stuff looks like it's really nice and heavy mm -hmm. um so if it's if it's heavy and there's a thick wire in the in the lining uh, that's a that's a nice piece of soft goods. Okay. Because uh, as long as long as it can hang, it's when soft goods are floaty. That's when they're at their worst. Okay. Um, and you know this is a prototype, so who knows if that's even gonna you know make it onto the the toy proper. Uh, but yeah. Um, the the fact that like okay, it's just the hilt transforming really. Because I one other thing I've heard is that if you do get the license and then you want to have even the forearms transform to like deploy a gun that can be a really long conversation that might not end well okay um because that's that's the part of the license that's difficult with uh the stuff like you know that's why that's why everyone does action figures except for sentinel who made an optimus who turned into a pen and i had i've had conversations about that with, with, with folks uh, actually when i was when i was in bc someone suggested that because he turns into a piece of stationery that means he's actually able to be sold as a piece of stationery that happens to turn into an action figure, which circumvents um, the restriction. Because he's not mm -hmm. turning into a toy pen, he's turning into a real pen. And so it's like, that's actually, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that might be how they did it. But uh, yeah, uh, TJ, have you got any thoughts on this? Um, not in particular. I'm not the biggest drift guy in the world to begin with. Mm. I mean, it's an incredible likeness. It does look extremely cool, and they are going all out between LED, diecast, a lot of articulation, etc. <clears throat> I don't know, just not my flavor, I guess. Yeah. I think it's it, it's also telling that that seems to be the hallmark of any uh, licensed Transformers action figure now, is that to fill out that price point and to fill out, you know, what the figure is, it's like, oh yeah, and we've got diecast parts, and we've got LEDs, because it's like, if he's not transforming, we, we better put something in there. Yeah. <laughs> All the bells and whistles, all of them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing more info about this man. I I didn't know till I started reading the news item on the air here that that was Chemical Attack working on it. I missed that completely. I'm so happy. I don't even. What else are we talking about? This new picture picks done. Okay, whatever. It's, there were no other good pictures anyway. <laughs> on my world, I have a listener question for us though from uh, from Stephen Locke, and then I think I put his Twitter handle here too. Cole Sutra. Unless I mispasted something, in which case, I don't know. My apologies. <laughs> but the question is, hey guys, Titan Masters has seen a bunch of great iterations of nostalgic characters. We've gotten the Headmasters. We're getting the Monster Bots. We even got a nice Blitzwing and Astro Train. What's one character you'd love to see, whether we get them or not? 
Personally, I'd love to see a Voyager Ironhide with a van mode and an homage to his weapons platform mode that his Titan Master could pilot as his second alt mode. But what do you guys think could have been done? Keep calm and roll out. This, this question came in before that discussion uh, last week. Also, that Voyager Ironhide idea where, like, you get the weapons platform, but Titan Masters can drive it. If you, like, throw in that, you know, his the rest of the, of the pieces could turn into the mech suit from Diaclone that the Titan Master could drive. Like, that's the best idea ever. Oh, yeah. Like, we couldn't come up with something better than that. Like, holy crap. I kind of want there to be a Voyager Ironhide now. <laughs> but that removed. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, other, other, other characters to show up in Titan's Return who are... You know, nostalgic and and suddenly headmasters. Uh, Aaron, is there anyone that jumps to mind for you? I think as a not necessarily as an individual character, but as a genre that we've not really seen, like Beast Wars, just animal side of things, and then you could have crazy. He's a headmaster two different ways. Oh yeah, or you could have like uh, like the headmaster. The, like the way that the um. The two tri- head ma- or the two headmaster triple changers were yeah like ape, ape face and what's his name snapdragon yeah because yeah, I was thinking you could do something like that to have the mutant heads mm-hmm. from like the old toys yeah that'd be cool um, TJ what about you what would you like to see whether or not we actually get it in in Titans Return uh, I think I've answered it before but it's still just one of those ideas that keeps buzzing in my head would be to get some of the old Viacon characters, Thrust, Jetstorm, ones that we haven't really had a turn at for a while, mm-hmm. where as a Titan's Return figure, that little head turns into the Beast Wars character that their sparks were used for. Uh, that'd be friggin' cool. Yeah. That'd mm-hmm. be a really nice throwback, yeah. And then it would, it would be, it'd also be neat to see, like, cockpits on some of those Viacon designs. Like, you know, mm-hmm. as much as they were never really meant to have them, it, it would be a neat way to, to change them up a little bit. Or like, oh, on Thrust, instead of a cockpit, just like a, uh, an expanded version of like the Brawn uh, Titan Master vehicle where you have like the, the little guy riding this giant motorcycle tank. That'd be kind of neat. Well, on that one, you could just leave a port open so you could just plug the head right back in. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. man. You could do that on all of them. Like it wouldn't. It certainly wouldn't look very good on like Jetstorm. Well, but... <laughs> well Jet, uh, Jetstorm was the exception. He did have a cockpit. Well, I mean, was it? Did we ever act, did, like? Did it ever open, or was it just in the shape did, of a? It didn't. It didn't it was open just on in the, the shape of a. It's in the shape of a. And the toy, I think, had an actual cockpit inside. Oh right, right, right. But he was the only one whose head wasn't just kind of sitting on top of the vehicle mode. He actually kind of talked through the cockpit. Yeah, and it was all morphous and weird. I always liked the way they animated that. Like, it was, it was just odd, but it's like, it was creative odd. Um, but the thing I'd like to see would be the double agents, uh, Punch, Counter, Punch, and Sideways. And they come with either two Titan Masters, or you develop a really neat, like, deluxe Titan Master who can turn into two different heads. And, like, run with it that way. Um, I, I, w- I would really like to see that as a, as a creative experiment. Um, we also have uh, a triplicate uh, listener question from Switchblade uh, who says uh, Switchblade back again with a triptych of stupid sleep deprivation inspired questions that I thought you might have some fun with provided you ignore a large amount of body horror that are intrinsic to at least two of them uh, so in scenario number one the WTFTFW podcast has been exposed to the enigma of combination merging all of us into a single combined form what is your merged identity's name and which podcaster makes up which part of the combiner um so there's f- four of us. 
So we have to get creative. We can't just drag Lupus back to be an arm or something. <laughs> just get Lupus and Drew back to like fill in. You guys be the legs because who wants to be the legs? Um, I don't know. Like I think I would like because I'm on all of them. I'd probably be the torso, but in this case, it wouldn't be the torso. I feel like like the layout of this to me is you have someone who makes up the head and top half of the chest, and then you decide. Someone so you're saying like Devastator style? Well, but there's four of us, right? Two people right. have to become the same limb, and then one person has to become two of the other type of limb. So then instead we're going for the um, car robots. Um, oh, yeah, Bill R. King. R. What's his name? Bill yeah, King. Yeah, Build King. Build King. Yeah. So, I, so I that need... just means somebody just like... You, you're the I'm Bill Boy. Torso. You're Bill Boy, <laughs> and everybody else just twists around you, which actually is more totally is the like podcast, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, than it is. We just be freaking Build King. I have the three people who all look after me and make sure I don't do stupid stuff, even though I do. And then when we combine, I turn to the chest and the head, and then the other three guys all just kind of spin around. And yeah, because I forgot Build King was totally that. It's like two legs, and then one person splits in half to be the arms. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it would it would just depend on what we're podcasting about. Holy crap, that came way too easy. I'm so happy. Uh, what would the merged identity's name be? Uh, Wanton fruit. <laughs> uh, that works as well as anything. Yeah. Wanton fruit. Like I'm yeah. actually kind of I'm really liking that one. I have no ability for names, so I, I will go. So with I think that was one of our early. Uh, what does the BTF stand for? So yeah, Wanton Fruit King, that's us. <laughs> and it'll just like change every time. It'll be some some yeah. We'll just we'll just we'll tell you what WTF stands for. It'll probably be different every time. Then we'll add the word King to the end. Water Toad Frog King. <laughs> Wet toaster. Fruit. French fries. Wet toaster French king. <laughs> I want to be French king. All right. Scenario number B. One of your Transformers toys, official or unofficial, uh, gains sentience and volunteers to be your own personal Titan master. The toy retains the character's canon personality, resizes itself to appropriately be scaled to your own head. And for some reason, this is all totally feasible and not utterly terrifying. Which character would you want to have transform into your new and improved robot head? I have to think about this for a sec. So, uh, TJ, uh, who's your headmaster? Now, are we talking like, I don't know, s standard Titan Master style head or like sideways style head? I think we're, because he says Titan Master, so I think we got to go for oh, specifically great. that. Because typ typically I would need like my actual head. Not anymore. Now it's a robot. <sighs> your brains somehow live in the middle of your torso. Yeah, you can still walk around and do stuff. I just don't have a head. Well, you know what? Let's say your head is like a helmet. You know, like the Titan, like the helmet that goes around a Titan Master sometimes. So you can have your head there, but it's going to look odd and like half empty. Like you don't have a lower jaw. And like it's not nice to look at, but... Very hard to explain at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um... I mean more along the lines of, I don't know, probably a Perceptor. A Perceptor so, to be your head? Because if something tells me if I'm going to have to upgrade to a robot head, I'm going to have to have the intelligence to back that up. 
be great if you didn't though <laughs> it's like well you must be you must know what to do you have a robot head and you're like dude i just have a robot head what, why does that mean i'm intelligent all of a sudden and can like fix machines i just have a robot head you racist <laughs> but yeah let's go let's go for perceptor um aaron who would be your head i'm kind of thinking uh prowl like idw nefarious prowl just again wow okay like, look if, if i'm gonna swap out everything above the neck why not just let somebody be devious and control it all because why wouldn't it be already so you'd be like more, his moral compass <laughs> maybe yeah i'm like hey dude i mean i know you could totally be a jerk right now and it sounds fun but dial back the jerk about eight percent and he's like, and well, we have an I'm argument of like, you know, what I'm eight or seven and a half, <laughs> and then things would go bad. But that's 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 where the story is. The story is not when everything goes right; it's when things go wrong. Well, um, apparently, it has to be someone with a canon personality. So that unfortunately disqualifies my usual choice. Uh, unless scream use- with all his women's. I mean, if that's canon, then we're just going to roll with that. Because can you think of the wild parties we'd have? My head was a belligerent numbskull with lots of charisma. <laughs> you mean it's not already? <laughs> if I had double that. You know what? I was going to go for it. Yeah, no, my canon Supreme. We're going we're gonna to double belligerence. We're going to double numbskull. And we're going to double charisma. Then I'm just going to end up becoming a fascist dictator. Because uh, that's the way it goes. But uh, if I were to, if someone was going to like, no, dude, come on, canon. Um, for some reason, the place my head is going is Dispensor, and I don't know why. <laughs> but I feel like with my but guidance, with Coke Zero instead of Mountain Dew. Yeah, because he's not, you know, he he he'll he'll rebrand, and <laughs> with my guidance, you know, as my new partner in life. I feel like I could lead Dispensor's wild enthusiasm and feral nature down like a path of enlightenment and we could he, he'd become a productive member of society and I'd be able to shoot Coke Zero out of my face. So I'm going to go with that. Um, scenario number San Kanji for three. A third party company creates their own unofficial version of the WTF and TFW podcast. Since TJ Omega, Aaron, Seth Buzzard, and Vangelis are all obviously trademarked intellectual property, what would your unlicensed third party equivalent names be? Thanks for taking my questions, and I'm sorry you had to actually answer these. Um, so I'm going to think of one for Seth, but Seth should also put one in the thread. Um, in fact, Seth, think of one now, write it down, and put that in the thread before you hear whatever we think of. But, um,. Aaron, what would your unofficial third-party toy name be? So, I'm thinking Axsmith. But with, like, an X-E? It's like Axsmith? Yeah. And then S-M-F-F. Not like <laughs> Axsmith. That would be... That would be... Okay, it's also a question. Is this, like, the cool third-party companies that we have now? Or the stuff that shows up at like Michael's both or not Michael's, but like Gordman's or whatever. I think it's all open season because if it's like the, Hey, you know, like the, the J four ZZ, it'd be like, you know, it would be maybe X Smith. I'm thinking like, and I was if, thinking... It's, if it's the crappy one, that's like the $9 combiner, like G one combiners that are still out there. It would be like X Smith S M U F F. Cause I was thinking like the X Smith. You know, like like a See, job yeah, title. That would that would be that would be the good third party company. Yeah, 
the like raw knockoff thing would be like Axsmith. What if they're like Axsmith A Ron? You know, where it's not even clear if the name is partly title and partly yeah. name. All right. Well, uh, TJ, what would your third party name be? God, it's uh, it's so easy to just brand it Alpha, isn't it? J J T Sigma. <laughs> God, I, I think so. I, I think someone sent me a shattered glass thing of me one time that had that. Just J T Alpha. I think J T Sigma might actually be like a a a, a Starship Troopers character. Is it? I might no. I'm. A, I just, that sounds like a Space Marine. You know, J J T J T Sigma. And the, like, the rock rock and ragtag space marines. <laughs> yeah, that is that is totally a name you would see in one of those like budget sci-fi films that was like recorded in like a brewery that's supposed to pass for an engine room or something. Yeah. Um No, I like I like those old third party ones that kind of try to cram in the function too. Oh yeah. So it it'd be, it'd be like Alpha Reviewer. JT reviewer alpha and you've got weird fish eyes in the live action movie mm-hmm. uh, well mine would be uh, Patrick Lee Goldsman because I think I think that would work pulls together all of my pseudonyms uh, that being Pat Lee and Akiva Goldsman and it, it, it keeps it nice and you know it's, it's just a weird name to look at you know kind of like kind of like how unique toys Springer is just called Alan so I'd be I'd be Patrick Lee Goldsman, uh, and and like no function, just that's what it says in the package. Uh, as for Seth, um, I'm thinking uh, Birdman Rollins would probably be his his name. Okay, so he'd be like Unique Toys Birdman Rollins. But I don't know. So if Seth, if Seth thought of something else, like please, Seth, share the thread. I, I would like to know. Uh, anyway, that's a listener question for Switchblade. <laughs> Hope that was good for all of you as it was for us. That was actually pretty fun. I didn't feel there was very much body horror in that. I was sort of looking forward to more stuff like teeth coming out of arms and things. But You know, sometimes disappointment is the spice of life, I guess. Uh, hey, what we got this week? We should talk about it. Uh, Aaron, did you get anything else since that one headmaster last week? Oh, so I did end up getting a uh, wave three of the deluxes. TJ, did you get that box with those in it yet? It's on the way. All right. Well, we're just going to sit here and look at Aaron then. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> I know, Aaron, you've got some capital O opinions about this wave. Uh, Yeah. So there are a couple. There's okay. There's one very good toy. One all right toy, one repaint, and one thing that should burn. And this is which, not a, this is not which, a popular opinion. I which, should caution which, people. Which order do you want them in? Well, I want to. Hmm, I don't know because I kind of want to just jump in the fire. Gee, which one is the repaint? Let's yeah yeah. Who's who's the repaint in this wave? I can't even. <laughs> well, the repaint. Uh, a breakaway with throttle. So it is. That is straight up repaint. Uh, the headmaster's different. All right. Is there anything appreciably different, like feel-wise, between him and Chrome Dome? No, I have both of them in hand right now. I am like panning over things. Even I think. Let me double check here and flip down their chests. 
Yes, even like the chest molding is exactly the same. Painted differently. Yeah. It's not, I mean, terribly obvious, but I think Chrome Dome's paint is better. More more details on it are, are pulled out than on uh, uh, break, Breakaway. Breakaway, yeah. Breakaboo. Yeah. Um, same two-piece gun that kind of tabs on his roof. Um, uh, nice, nice way to get another copy of the mold out there. Kind of wish it wasn't immediately after we had just had Chrome Dome, but them's the breaks. All right, and because um, I kind of want to get to the one that you hate. Let me get the other the three first thing here. I want to know about the one that you hate, though, how is Breakaway Getaway better than the one that you hate? So. The issue that I have with Hot Rod. Hot Rod is the one that he hates. Hot Rod is the one that I won't say hate. You just hang on. Hold on. <laughs> I, I won't say. <laughs> Spool the tape back for a second. You you use some words. Yeah. He said should be on fire. Yeah. I said <laughs> should be weird, on fire. Because he's already technical on fire. Yeah, he already has the motif, so it works. Um. So... I'm going to lead with the thing that's the biggest disappointment for me on mine is that is his head. I've heard about this. Rattling. And I'm not even putting a whole lot of like oomph in this to make it rattle. Mm-hmm. Not like some of the headmasters where you're like, yeah, if I shake it violently, the head moves some. No, this is a little bit of motion makes his head rattle. And Granted, I've been told that is a one-off issue. Well, I, so, I've heard of that issue from at least one other person. I was wondering, would you say it's... It's like, is it is it worse than highbrow or scourge? Yes, very much so. Damn, okay. it is. It is incredibly loose. It is virtually no. I mean, it holds in place. Um, it doesn't just pop off, but it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to pull his head off. That sucks. Um, the the thing that's my biggest issue with him is that his transformation. After, especially after the couple others in this wave that are new, his transformation is incredibly uninspired. Hmm. Like, we've gotten some, some, like, what Trigger Happy does, and I'll talk about it in a bit, is amazing. Twinferno, man, it's a really cool attempt at a thing that feels like it's maybe a step or two short of something. Yeah. But... There's a hell of an attempt there. Hot Rod is like a very basic transformation, and the only finger air quotes neat trick is that the very tip of the nose of the car folds under so that he has an ab detail instead of the nose of the car. And would you say his transformation, like like when you say uninspired, like would you say it's it's just kind of is it is it more boring than, for instance, Chrome Domes? It's it's boring. It is totally wrists twist in, shoulders shrug up, waist turn around, crunch together. Hmm. There are no tricks to it. There are no. There's not like the only thing that's slight that's a little bit different is that his. Like, so that he has his V-fin right is that there is an additional pivot in the middle of the roof so that you can twist that 180 before you collapse it up. All right. Although, 
Well, he has brought. Well, I guess I, I guess um, Trigger Happy did as well. Brought back combine or the the foot pegs for the headmasters as well on on the back of his car. So okay. maybe not like a dumpster fire that he goes in, but a strong campfire. Because it was weird when I realized how those. It's not like they're. Actually, to be honest, I'm not sure if they. I felt like those disappeared in Wave Two. Yeah. Oh, they did. Okay, so like I was me. looking for them. Because yeah. I know I missed a few on uh, Skullcruncher when I reviewed them, um, just because I, I didn't even notice they were there. So I was like, oh man, like have I just been missing them on the other guys? But, okay. But, but yeah, it's tot- It's a very basic transformation that I, I think I had hoped for a whole lot more out of, you know, that's like a new hot rod that's not... You know, that classics mold that we've gotten a million times, that classic mold is a lot more fun to transform than this is. Jeez. And granted, we're talking like different eras, so there's different price points and different values and things, and you're trying to do a headmaster, and I, I get that there are other extenuating circumstances and how things combine, so it's not really an apples-to-apples apples comparison, but, I mean, like... Okay, the way that his two guns clip together is pretty cool because it has some over and under tabs that help hold everything together that is different than like the other combiner war or the other Titan Masters guns going together. I'm curious how I'm going to feel when I get him because it just seems weird to me that he would be so middling after like like Blur and Chrome Dome are both kind of in his vehicle mode genre. Right. And the two of them yeah. turned out pretty darn well yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's kind of a similar layout of transformation, but those guys pull it all together in a way that Hot Rod doesn't. And it's like, after looking at those, and when I first looked at Hot Rod, I thought, hey, that'll probably be a good one too. And then it ended up, like, not being as good. And I think that... I also don't know how much of it was expectation of, like, previous ones have set a pretty high bar mm. and then he's just okay and when when you're you're you know recurving the test because everybody's doing so well and then you have the one special kid just kind of put in an all right grade it seems kind of disappointing well you have expressed a fairly negative opinion on a new toy so you know get get ready for the thread <laughs> yeah i I, and I totally get that this is a your mileage may vary thing. Mm. I think the super super crazy loose headmaster in wave three to me is a disappointing point. No, I mean, uh, I'd swear it was probably XV, I think, who said that he had a, a very similar situation mm-hmm. where it was like the headmaster was remarkably loose. And I, and I was like, I remember I read that and I felt like that really sucks to hear in wave three, like when you, right. you know, would hope this is mostly buttoned down especially on a non-retool right and and, you know it's all stuff that's like i said seems like at this point that should have been hammered out and Mm. it obviously wasn't but working the way up the scale then um unless you want to beat on hot rod some more which i mean we can keep doing it we can't beat our rods because neither of us have got rods to beat so we'd just be you know, telling you that you're right, and I already feel weird about doing that. So I, yeah. Mm. Uh, Twinferno with Dabaru. Um, Good names. 
turned out really cool. Uh, the biggest thing that's an issue for me is the way that... So, like, he... His shoes are the monster legs. And the way that the monster's arms come back and fold into the middle of his back is really neat. Um, but kind of the issue that comes about is when you transform him into his monster mode, the the tail comes from the, the sides of the leg and comes together. On mine, at least, uh, I don't know if, if this has been systemic or not, but the tail doesn't entirely like hold together. It has tabs that are supposed to make it go together between the like the the inside of the shins um or the sides of the shins and the the tail seems like it should clip together but it doesn't quite and the like ankle rocker piece that everything connects onto that bends outwards comes together again as like the monster hips and then you have it the robot hips kind of become monster ab section and it seems like they're it's supposed to tab in in a way that it just doesn't well, so are, you are end there up, like are the tabs there at least there are so there are a series of slots that i can't tell if they're just there as like lightning holes mm-hmm. but then when it comes up on like on the monster spine there's a bit of area that looks like it could tab into one of those parts, but it doesn't because it's just a little bit too far away. Mm. So I'm not sure if there's something else going on or, or what the deal necessarily is. Uh, that's but a shame. If it's, I'm, that's, I'm just thinking, like, if the tabs are there, then at least there's there's the hope that, you know, A, it could be modded to be a bit tighter, and B, maybe the Japanese release will end up right. with the tolerances being that, a bit better. And that's the part where I'm not quite sure if, like, it just needed one more pass on it, and mm-hmm. this was a, like, mm, nah, it's got to go, or if there's something else going on, or if I just am missing something, there's some other little bit that needs to, like, you know, some weird hidden little double hinge or something that needs to get clicked up and, and into place. Yeah, but, I haven't checked the feedback thread at all on that guy yet. Yeah, I, I, I haven't either. Um... <gasps> Yeah, I, d- I don't look at the feedback threads a whole lot because I like experiencing my own toy, and then I'm by that time I forget about it. I'm too good for the feedback threads. Uh, I I really do dig the monster mouse being his hands. Um, the one thing that I was kind of upset about is that the um, like the rivet holes that are up that would be up like they're just. Like I really have to if I'm going to use that as a five millimeter peg or a five millimeter hole, I really have to push a little bit more than I than I feel comfortable doing. And then it things if you give it a little bit of side motion pops right out. So I don't know if it's supposed to be five millimeter or just happens to be five millimeter. Get get in there with an exacto and just carve that micrometer out the inside. Right. Um and I've seen images where people can I mean, there's enough tension in the jaws that if you work it on the, like, towards the back of the jaw, you can still use it as a hand. But because there's no, because the the neck jaw piece is a hinge, is like a fired rivet, you don't have, like, twist to it. And there's no, like, forearm twist 
and it's only like a high bicep so you can't really have it the only way you can have him like hold the gun and point it it either has to be a like a straightforward arm or he's got to have it out like gangsta style i'm cool with gangsta style i mean that's but there's you, you get a whole lot of motion out of that and the head is for being very plain for and for for this toy it's right and that's kind of weird yeah um, well, i mean it's, because it's like it's, it's like it's, it looked to me like and i saw it in package once uh so far it looked to me like it just it had big blocks but in the right way to feel yeah. retro yes uh that that is a very good description of it um it's got yeah, big blocks you can, cannot deny every get buddy's gotta fly there's a sure. song there's a song about butts all right i don't remember the words um, but it, it's also cool that he has the capability to peg his guns into the top of his shoulders uh, on either like the stationary part or on, out on his like shoulder pads. Hmm. So you can choose if it's going to move with his with his arms or not. Cool. But then to trigger happy. That's the one is... that I couldn't get single. So Ages Three and Up had that wave when I was out there, mm-hmm. but the only one that they didn't have single was Trigger Happy. They had a set of the wave for a bit more than I wanted to pay. And I was like, well, I'll just buy Trigger Happy, but there, there were no single Trigger Happies. There were a pile of single hot rods, and then like a few of the other two, but no Trigger Happies. Uh, trigger Happy, like, he does a couple... And it's, it's a part of the thing that I think also, you know, back to my earlier anger, if I'd opened things in a different order, I may have felt differently. Yeah. But the way that Trigger Happy kind of comes apart to go back together. So you, you from, from robot mode, you pull his arms past what seems like it should move and they dislocate so that then the, like, side of torso to the end of the arm is on a swing arm that's a, a nice hefty swing arm that folds back for jet mode in order to to pull that further back or for like robot mode it, it comes together and clips together well enough on both sides that when I first looked at him I didn't realize that those were that they were there with as like clean as it ends up being together and you take it and it's his hips and the nose cone of the jet are all on a big like pivoted rocker style piece so that it twists 180 in order to to move everything to where it needs to be to to keep all of the lines right and the way that then like you take his feet and legs and you fold them up in a not 80 or not a 90 degree angle in order to like collapse everything together in order to make his jet and it's just a whole lot of ingenuity the you the way his his double blasters flip over his hand holes in order to to make the the jet mode or you know the neat thing with the way that that's done you can have him instead of having hands he's got big blaster guns yeah. out the end of his forearms let alone his other guns that clip onto his onto like the hard points underneath his wings well enough that hey in robot mode you can have them tucked behind his arms 
just fine. So you can have his still have him have his weapons without being in his hands. Or you can take them and clip them on the end of the guns and have them there. And there's just a whole lot more options for how you want to play with this dude. It makes me wonder if either, because like that level of love makes me think either the person working on him was secretly a huge trigger happy fan. Or the person working on him is a massive fan of whoever he's going to get retooled into. Yeah. And either of those options is great. Do you do you see any any easy because when I look at him, like my first thought was like, oh, I mean, they could probably do a Cyclonus out of that. But I, any stock, I'm not going to say any stock jet, but I, I could see many stock jet styles working well with him. Yeah. Um, wing kibble on the back of the arms. Um, see, I think. Oh. I could see, I, I mean, I could see a Cyclonus. I'm trying to think of other, um, other Transformers that it would work well for. Really, really that shape of jet, I, I tend to think of Trigger Happy and Cyclonus first and foremost. Like, just yeah. the, the nose cone with back-mounted sweeping wings. Mm-hmm. Man, I kind of think, I mean, if we didn't already have it, even like a Brainstorm. Yeah. Like another Just still that kind of yeah. Well, because <laughs> you know, with the co- with the nose cockpit down the back, wings be it like a thicker in the body of the jet brainstorm, but any anything quite like that would work well. Mm. I mean, we already have the the brainstorm off of um yeah. I don't know. I'm just sitting here trying to run through anything. Anything that, that I thought the other two options that were like the obvious ones either would have been uh, Slug Slinger or Misfire. So Slug Slinger, I could see Misfire. I maybe with a, like a really heavy retool. I guess, yeah, yeah. My my first thought when I saw him was like, I wonder if they'll do Misfire out of him. But I was like, well, Misfire like has just enough of a different shape that like I don't know if they would, but. <laughs> then again like yeah you know retools are super heavy mm-hmm. in this line so but all three kind of have that same uh same trick with the leg transformations yeah right i sure would like it if they did because i love slug slinger like i have a lot of, i have a lot of nostalgic attachment to that toy it's a reason why i really liked the energon version aside from it also i think being a good toy was uh i love me some some freaky double cockpit jets yeah but hey i mean i came into it knowing that he was probably going to be the trigger hackby was probably going to be the one that i dug the most and then it was a scale beyond what i thought it was going to be Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's wave three deluxes all right you're all done for the year yeah, except for I just just before we started recording, I had a friend in town like, "Hey, were you looking for Times Return Soundwave?" There's one on the south side of town. It's like I kind of already got Blaster, but I mean, oh right, Soundwave it. hasn't really distributed through the states yet, has yeah, it? Yeah, no, it was in like the very beginning. The specialty stores, I think, got him oh. in cases in equal numbers with Blaster I or something, something weird. I heard, and then nothing so i've got that and the titan masters still that i'm okay 
Like, yeah, Soundwave is almost getting to the point of stinking up shells in Canada now. Uh, he's he's all over the place. At least from the last time I've, I've looked around. Okay. You know, well, you know who just showed up in my province? It's no, make, I don't. Making this a real suddenly stressful month of like, oh man, I sure would like to close out the year with that. Friggin' Six Shot. Oh, really? Wow. He showed up, he showed up yesterday in uh, in some Walmarts. Friggin' Type V3 found one today and took a picture of it and said, look what I bought. And I was like, I hate you, but thank, congratulations. Also, I hate you. Uh, so, like, that's kind of my goal for the next couple weeks. It's like, hey, I sure would like to find a six shot. Um, cool. Well, I hope you can find, I hope you can, uh, I hope you can see it to find your way to pick up that sound wave. So we'll have more to talk about next time. Yeah. Uh, if you do get Soundwave, like, he is a very unpainted toy, so prepare yourself for that. Like, I'm, 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 I'm ready. Okay. I, I think that's definitely going to be one I'm going to look at and be like, yeah, no, that's okay. He looks. You're, you're not that much different than Blaster. I'll be fine. So the first time I messed with that figure was when I got one that had repro labels set applied to it already. Oh. And so that was my first experience. So that's kind of cheating. Yeah, I was like, wow, this guy actually looks okay. Then I went to look at one in a box on a store shelf, and I was like, holy god, that doesn't look as nice. <laughs> it's really just that tape door. Mm-hmm. Like, the tape door being all clear plastic with gold trim looks terrible. Uh, and it, it detract like, just that detracts immensely from the figure. Um, especially, now, I can confirm that because my first time seeing the figure in person, he had blue labels all over that thing to make it look like it was painted on the sides. And like, mm-hmm. holy hell, does that do a lot to <laughs> to to change how that figure looks? Um, cool. Well, I, I don't I don't have anything super new on topic for myself to talk about. I got some Shapeway stuff, which is pretty neat. Uh, I got the fake Busker helmets for Titans Return Galvatron. Um, and also the, the arm cannon relocator to put it on the side of his arm instead of on the front or the top. Uh, I also got, uh, from Steam Shield, um, a replacement head for Combiner Wars Wheeljack to turn him into exhaust. Uh, and it's basically like a, a shrunken version of the exhaust head sculpt from the Masterpiece toy. Okay. And I also got a trio of different expression sweep faceplates to go with my extra Titans return scourges. So they'll all have like slightly different looking faces. Uh, the main thing about those is I have to find a blue paint that matches really well. That's going to be tricky. But all these pieces I also got for the first time, because it was during their Black Friday half-off everything sale or whatever. Um, this is my first time getting Shapeway stuff done in high-def uh, acrylite. Um, and it, So it's all in black, but it looks closer to injection-molded plastic than anything I've ever seen come from a 3D printer, certainly from Shapeway's. Uh, short of having the acetone vapor treatment done to it. Um, okay. Like, this stuff looks really good. Uh, if you've ever been turned off by the grainy look of Shapeways, don't get things that are jointed, because they'll like this will not work for articulated pieces, but for single pieces, like, you know, a hat or, like, a faceplate or a head, this stuff looks gorgeous. Um, I would highly recommend, if you do get it and you test fit things and they're a bit tight, shave things down because the the galvatron adapter i put that pegged it in and it would it pegged in so tight the thing cracked in half when i took it back out so i had to super glue it back together um so i shaved out the inside of the galvatron helmets uh but like this this high def black acrylate looks really good 
Uh, and for like replacement Titan Master faces, it's like unbelievable how nice it looks. Like all the details of the digital sculpts are are right there, super crisp. Um, not nearly as brittle, I'm told, as with the ultra frosted detail. Uh, I'm I'm really impressed by this. Like I'm I'm already looking into seeing like whether replacement heads or faceplates I might want to get. Uh, oh, I also got one of Trent Troop's faceplates. I got the one, uh, the, it's like the animated headmaster, but it's like a G1 version or a G1 styled version of the head sculpt. So okay. it's not quite as, as animated looking. I'm going to be putting that onto uh, Crash Bash since I got cancer. Uh, my Crash Bash is kind of superfluous. So I'm going to turn him into uh, the G1 headmaster. Uh, but yeah, this high def black acrylate stuff is like game changing as far as I'm concerned. Like certainly it's expensive, but like holy damn it looks really good uh but that's about it for my uh my on-topic stuff um i do have some off-topic things do you guys know about gobots I've heard of them before i'm, st- I'm still here Just oh my you know. god because we talked about titan's return i thought that we'd already gone through this is just me you know this is me this is all me tj <laughs> <laughs> yes please tell me you actually got transformers because if you didn't and you just pointed that out then like this is just this is just a, a road a roadblock stumble actually it would be pretty funny if that was the case uh, no it's not the case i have transformers oh okay. well that's okay too dude <laughs> what transformers did you get i was just waiting just 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 to see if it would happen we're overdue uh, for this. I mean, it's been a good couple months since I've straight up forgotten somebody's spot. Mm-hmm. But uh, it happens. Yeah. Don't make it happen again. Uh, I, you know, th- there's still some of 2016 left. Like, if you want me to do it in a year, it wouldn't be better just to get it all out of the way in 2016 than have a nice fresh 2017. <sighs> so what I got... Yeah. Uh, Hasbro decided to go nuts on their little combiners again. Mm-hmm. So I have the G2 Bruticus now for like 45. Did you did you see someone found him for that at Ross and found at the same Ross like a Fort Max for $54? Yeah, yeah, 54 yeah. bucks for Fort Max. I would I would have lost my mind. I've I've been hitting the TJ Max here and finding Jack and um something else. Squat. Where is Squat? Squat. Okay. But uh, G2 Bruticus, I think, is the best of those G2 sets. By it far. does help that Bruticus kind of has the lion's share of really good molds out of those. Yeah, and you get another Shockwave as well. Well, that too. Yeah. That too. Shockwave, Sands, Translucent Plastic, so that hits me right. And it's like, you know, no disrespect to Blackjack and Power Glide, but Shockwave outclasses those two figures immensely. So, oh, yeah. You know, getting one in a gift set just feels so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, how's your Bruticus feeling? Anything, anything rickety with him? Um, for the most part, it's okay. Cool. Like, uh, the joints that you would expect to be bad at this point are, and that'd be the aerial bot ones. Yeah. So, like, his, like, uh, Blastoff's hips are kind of a mess, mm-hmm. but everyone else seems to hold fairly well. Brawl's waist works a lot better. Cool. Yeah, I... I... That was when I got that set. That's when I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm getting a bad brawl. I think this is just my toy karma. I'm gonna get bad something else. But <laughs> I think the only the only bad joints I had on the whole thing are uh, the ratchets on uh, onslaught's hips are a little off. 
Mm. So he doesn't have like a straight up and down. It's a little forward or a little back. Oh, that's the um, that's a known thing with him. That's the sag. That's actually another Shapeways thing I got. Is there's a Shapeways fix that Steam Shield has. It's a it's a replacement. Um, you know how on a ratchet joint there's a clicker that's around the gear. Yep. It's a replacement one of those that re that moves the needles that click into the gear somewhat, uh, so that it'll like lock in a straighter position rather than sagging forward and backward. Hmm. Um, it's worth looking into. I installed them on um, on my hotspot, and uh, it, it definitely made a difference. That I might look into. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that is a little bit more egregious are all of the joints on the hand foot guns are a mess. I want to say that I I had that happen, maybe not in my G2 Bruticus, but at least one of the many Bruticuses I have, there was some real nasty just flop. I think my Swindle had that, actually. Yeah. The ones, yeah, the thumbs. Like, losing that is really bad on those. Well, it's because that means the heels are no longer functional. Mm -hmm. Because this is the secret to the foot mode of the hand foot gun, is you don't just splay the thumb all the way out, you then curl it down a bit. Yeah. And if the thumb mm-hmm. is, is tight enough, that means you now have an articulate heel that opens up the posability a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, if it's, it's, yeah, I've had one where it was loose and I was like, OK, that leg is basically dead. <laughs> I have to make sure it's always flat on the ground. So, yeah, th- uh, that was really the only joint tolerance thing that had an issue with. Everything else seemed to go pretty well. Mm. Mm. They still feel nice and they are still really really good molds you know it's 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 nice having a g2 vortex who turns into a thing that doesn't exist yeah but like that's the one i had as a kid well no i mean helicopters can be toys they just they're not real life that's all yeah yeah well they're they're mythical yeah like there's there's like you said there's toy dragons. I have toy spaceships. They're not like normal spaceships that go to the space station, but they're like mm-hmm. you know super super destroyer interstellar spaceships, which I certainly don't think exist yet. Look, uh, I may have acknowledged that that argument was not the best one out there. <laughs> You've given me such a beautiful <laughs> handhold. It's like if I'm climbing a mountain and the mountain just starts ejecting handholds out of the side of its face. I'm sorry. What's that? You keep cutting out, and I can't I can't hear you. You gotta stop turning your headphones on and off. Like I hear the button. All right, it's all nice and quiet now. <laughs> so yeah, once again, I'm happy to see a G2 Bruticus in all of his. I have no idea where his camouflage is hiding him. Yeah, although and those plastic colors are gorgeous on that <laughs> that release. It's about as '90s as it gets. That like, swindles like red orange, like it just explodes. Swindle, Swindle's color just looks angry. Yeah, it, it, it's beautiful to take photos of. Like, it, I remember I took some photos on the kitchen table when I got that uh, earlier in the year. Yeah, I, I like that set a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, that, the Fort Max reminds me. I did, I did get a. So I haven't opened them yet. Fort Max went on sale on Amazon.ca for like a decent price, not fifty four dollars decent, but like you know slightly lower than all the other sales that Canada has had. And then after I ordered him, he went $20 down again. And so I was like, wait, I thought there's something I can do about this. So I looked into it. Amazon really covered their butts on that kind of stuff. Because I was like, can I do a return? And they're like, well, if you do a return, it'll cost you $25. And I was like, if I got the new one, I would be saving 20 This would this would just make this cost $5 more. You scum. You big, you piles of scum. 
damn it. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't like a horrible price. It was like 160 Canadian something or other. I can't remember anymore. It was a couple weeks ago. I haven't opened them up yet because I then I got, I got back. He showed up and then I immediately went to BC. So I'm still kind of living in in a pile of half packed mess. But uh, and yeah, I did I did pick up my Fort Max on sale like I wanted to. Not fifty four dollars, but next best thing. Uh, now I got to get the repper labels for him because I got to I got to film that once and that looked really good and now I want it for myself. Uh, TJ, anything else on topic on your end? Uh, no. Now you may proceed. Guys, do you know about GoBots? Yeah, we already went down this alley. I'm so eager to talk about these. Um, I, I, I did some eBay swindling and wheeling and dealing in the last two months. And, uh, today the last of that dealing showed up. Uh, so I'm sending you a link. The one on the very left, I didn't get that version. I got the Japanese version, so this is him himself. These are the Machine Robo Doubles. Uh, these are like the... These never came out as GoBots in America. They came out in Europe as GoBots, as the Combinators. Uh, that's why there's like in that first link, the tan version of the guy on the left was the European coloration. Uh, also, the gray jet has like USAF things on the wings instead of Japanese flags on the wings. But basically, this is the GoBots version of uh, Duocons, or the Machine Robo version, if you will. Where it's two vehicles that turn into one guy. Thing is, these are a hundred times better than the Duocons. Um, they have more imaginative transformations. They have better looking robot modes. Uh, and their vehicle modes are all a land vehicle uh, transport. And then, in two cases, an air vehicle, in one case land vehicle. Like, smaller thing that the transport can carry. So it's like a, a transport truck. And then the trailer is carrying a little, like a tiny tank. Uh, then there's a big tank that's carrying a helicopter on the roof. Uh, once again, proving helicopters aren't real because that doesn't make any sense. And then there's like a big orange platform truck carrying an F-15, uh, as you do. So the transformations on these guys are so good. And like, like the, the, the one in the middle, the helicopter tank is like by far the best one. Cause that one is like the tank just splits in half, but it has like a die cast bar holding it together and then turns into like, if you, if you took a robot man and then just gouged the center third out of his body from crotch to head, then that chunk is what the helicopter folds up into and, like, wraps around the diecast bar. It's so cool. So these were things I've been kind of really excited to try to, to, to get a hold of for a while, and then getting back into GoBots proper, like, really kicked me up, so I went deal hunting on them. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy with them. Also, what, what got me going is the orange... The orange guy, the jet truck guy, there was a gray resin prototype of a new version of him from Action Toys at TFCon Chicago. So another reason I picked these guys up is like, I, I'm really excited that all three of them might get redone by the current Machine Robo line with like better articulation and stuff. But uh, like they, they are they are super cool retro toys. And also they're, they're still small, like their vehicle modes are about GoBot size. So they just turn into a, a robot that's like about a head taller than a GoBot. They fit in really well. They look really neat. Yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm I'm super stoked by these. Yeah, like GoBots did release things that looked like Duocons, but they were way bigger and they didn't look nearly as good as those. Yeah, those were, yeah, oh, I forgot the name of those things, but uh, the Dread Launchers. Um, yeah, those things are big and dumb. Um, I'm, like, I, I, I remember one of them I used to play with at a daycare when I was a toddler, and I thought it was neat then, but other than that, like, I've looked at them again. For the price that the Dread Launchers command, I have really no desire to pick them up anytime soon. 
Yeah. Um, like I, I grew up with a chaos, the jet and big blue trailer truck thing. Yeah. And that, that one I still have really fond memories of, but every time I go back and look at the prices for getting it back, it's just no, no, not even close. Yeah, and, and and my personal taste with with GoBots and Machine Robo is like the little guys, the six hundred series guys, and the, the the huge dread launchers never they they don't really look the same very much in 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 just about every way. Whereas these little guys like aesthetically fit together super well. Um, they they actually did three more of these, uh, I think a couple years later, but two of them kind of suck, and all three of them are ridiculously hard to find. And the one that doesn't suck, which was a motorcycle and a sidecar. And then the sidecar could also turn into a little walking tank or they could combine together into a robot. That one shows up from now now and then time to time. But that one is like one of the most desired pieces on the planet. So like I saw one show up on eBay recently for $350. <laughs> Granted, you know, complete with box unapplied sticker sheet. So, you know, the best quality you could hope for. But I was like, God damn. <laughs> That's like having having just gotten one of these before I saw that auction. I was like, I don't think I can stomach doing 350 American dollars for something that size, even though I understand where that's coming from. I'm sure I could find it. I, I, I want to wait till I, I find the deal like the way that I found on some of these guys. So, uh, yeah. Um, otherwise, off topic wise, did you guys uh, listen to or sorry, did you watch? It's what you should have done. The supplemental that Hoopla did with me about Popeye's chicken. Yes. Okay, we went to Popeyes the other day. Did, did you not see my reply in the thread? I did see your reply, but Aaron, you gotta okay. understand, I I saw every reply. This it, it's divisive, but there was a majority voice. It Barely. doesn't matter that they're all wrong. So I went to Popeyes and I got chicken tenders with fr- There were some fries as well, and I got some mashed potatoes. It was okay. Uh, the chicken tenders did not seem to be compressed chicken. They seemed to be actual chicken with breading. That was a pleasant surprise. Uh, the mashed potatoes were a really good dipping sauce for the biscuit and the fries. They're not really mashed potatoes, but they're a really good dipping sauce. So it's really hard to parse that. But that's the way I thought of them. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed myself enough that I might go again. But I would like to go again to try non-spicy. Because I felt, since I had a barbecue dipping sauce, spicy didn't really do much except clearly give me indigestion later. So I would like to try the thing I got again, but not spicy because I I barely tasted the spice because I kept dipping chicken in barbecue sauce. So I want to try it again without spiciness and then see if I get indigestion again. And then then my Popeye's equation will be more or less complete. So I got to say Popeye's was a better experience than than I I thought it was going to be. It's okay. But I can also see how a badly manned Popeyes could go horrifically wrong. Yes, that is that is at least my belief with the uh the the couple of times that I had it and it was horrible. Yeah. Um because it was it was it was more in the procedure, not necessarily in like the food. You know, both times it was like the breadings was horrible. As I said in the thread, one time it was somehow like half crisp and half like wet, moist. Yeah. In in the breading, which breading shouldn't be like I I want it to be like the meat to be moist and tender. 
breading should have some sort of structure to it, not just turn into like still kind of wet flour in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And the the chicken tender breading was certainly nice and crunchy. And see, there, there, but then like there's all there's just the thing with with breading and chicken is there's a sweet spot and Mm -hmm. too little, and it's like I said, it's wet flour and too hard. The other time where it like had to physically separate the very hard thick breading off of it so that you could get at the chicken and i should point out also i'm not it's not like i don't eat it it's just if i have the choice i prefer i prefer to not have bone-in chicken i'm a bone-out person so that's why i went chicken tenders uh i can't speak to the actual like bone-in fried chicken hoopla likes it he had that when we were there um but I, I can't give any opinions on that because I already don't have very good opinions on, on bone-in fried chicken anyway. Like, I'm really picky with that because I don't like ligament and I don't like fat too much. Okay. Um, and I, I get more annoyed sucking meat off a bone than I do, like, find it fun. I do, I, like, on a good piece of fried chicken, I can tell how the bone is adding to the flavor. But the experience of it is not something I relish. So, Aaron, what I'm saying is next time you come to Toronto, I think we should just go to the Popeyes and see. It'll end up being another horrible Popeyes experience. You'll try to make up some story about how. Well, no, 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 now, if Hoopla was here, there would no, be something other than this horrible chicken experience that I'm I'm forcing you to endure. I'm, I don't have a stake in this game. What I'm saying is if it's down to preparation. Clearly, my Popeyes knows better, not necessarily they know well, but they know better than yours how to prepare what they're doing. So why not go to the one with the superior preparation and then see if it is, in fact, just a factor of the food or the recipe? That's a whole lot of effort for chicken that I'm not enthusiastic about. Also, like, like, like... This is like a way less complicated version of, of whatever the hoo-ha was we went through to get me to try a medium steak. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. What I'm saying, Aaron, is I think the yeah, listeners... Steak, steak is good food. I, get, I mean, good fried chicken is good food. Not so good fried chicken is not good food. The listeners, I think, want you to go to the Toronto Popeyes to solidify your opinion on Popeyes. There's better food that I'd go for in Toronto. What we can do is let's go to Popeyes... And then there, we'll, we'll are, go for. Are you, are you paying? Well, let's go to Popeyes. Uh huh. <laughs> and then what we'll do? We'll go to Popeyes. We'll have something small. It's just like a three-piece chicken tender. And then we'll go for a walk up to Holy Chuck. And by the time we get to Holy Chuck, you'll be hungry again. I, I see how much you stand behind your Popeyes opinion that you won't even cover it. Well, I could. How about, if you had said, "I believe in this Popeyes enough, and I want you to experience I, I good Popeyes," that I, I will cover, I will cover the cost for you because you are a good friend that has been wronged before, and I want to be a good friend. See, had you said something like that, I'd be like, "All right, all I right, just we'll, said we'll I don't Popeyes. have a stake in this game. We'll though. do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not pro Popeyes. I'm just like, okay, they're not garbage. But here's, okay, here's the thing. How about I get you your chicken? All right. Okay. What we can do is we can get we can get because we want to we want this to be the appetizer, so we'll get a five piece. Okay. We'll split it. Okay. And then uh, we'll finish. H- how up. do we split that last piece? By pulling. There's two of us. Five pieces of chicken. We pull. Like lady in the tramp style, or if you want it. Okay. Does that mean Alfie's going to beat me up, or does she understand this is just part of the science? Maybe I'm not sure. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll fi- cross that. We'll cross that bridge, bridge when we get to it. Okay. Or you know, we each have two, and then someone can try the one to be like our 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 tiebreaker. Okay, 
that's acceptable. But what I'm saying is we'll go to Popeye's, we'll appy with some chicken, some some boneless chicken, and then we'll go to Holy Chuck. We'll walk up to Holy Chuck, stop at Silver Snail on the way, do a little digestion, walk up to Holy Chuck, and then you can try... Did you get to try Holy Chuck without being a takeout? I can't remember if you were part of that group or not. We did. It was Wait, I'm trying to remember. Which one was it that was like the 20-minute drive that became an hour and a half because we were following GM Fan? I, I can't remember. All I know is a bunch of people who visited went to Holy Chuck, got burgers, and then went on, on like a lengthy trip back to the hotel to eat them and then complained the burgers didn't taste all that great. And then I got super mad because I was like, you were supposed to sit in the Holy Chuck and eat them when they were fresh. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we ate Holy Chuck at Holy Chuck. OK, you don't have to do Holy Chuck. Then. I mean, I just want to do Holy Chuck. But... I hope it was a good burger as memory serves. Oh, OK, I'm, good. I'm, then, I'm, yeah, let's go. To Holy I'm, Chuck. I'm looking up the site. It looks it looks familiar. Is there a bunch of people where they've got new locations? Yeah, that seems. Yeah, because they have the like the multiple like meats because they had like the bacon patty right yeah they got all that fresh ground yeah so there are people at tfcon who as a group went to holy chuck got a bunch of burgers to go then drove back to the hotel and that's, then ate them those people are wrong and i got and then they all said well it's not all that great and then i found out what happened and i got so for no for a really stupid reason i got so miffed for a good like 10 minutes where i was like you friggin well i mean well, if, no, if I no, go to get a burger, I, I, will, and I, I will say I will say this: if you're going to get food that is not fast food, then like I have a hard time. You know, if I went to a nice place, yeah, like it's normally a sit down place, and you get takeout, and then you drive more than two minutes and then eat that food it's not going to be as good as if you had it on hand and holy chuck because is in the then, middle like, not, they're, they're not only middle. that you're yeah not only that but you're you're taking that food you're putting it in a box you're changing the way that that food is going to live in the time you're going from one place to another so if you've got something that has a whole lot of heat and moisture in it you're going to end up with something soggy because it doesn't matter because they're going to toss it in styrofoam and styrofoam doesn't breathe so You'd have to leave it out in the open, but then it's going to get cold. There's no good way to do that. Instead, you eat it when they serve it because that's how it's meant to be done. If they're like, hey, no, 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 don't don't eat this for 40 minutes. Let it let it get to room temperature. Let (laughs) it get all kludgy. And that's the way we want you to eat it. Then that's cool. I guess that's the way that they they intend you to eat it. I think they went to one that offered drive-through, and Holy Chuck, do they they will readily go? Do you want this in or to go? Because you know they they don't have gigantic locations, right? But I think that when something is that freshly made, there is there should be an intrinsic agreement that if you get it to go, you're not getting the real experience, right? Right. That's so, that's like what I what I'm aiming at. Like, yeah. You don't you know you don't go to the to the two star Michelin restaurant, get a doggy bag, and then be like, mm, no, it was it was soggy afterwards. Yeah, no crap. That's not not how you're supposed to be eating that. All right, you're and my, you're my backup complain. on this. When they when they, I don't even know if they listen to the podcast anymore. But if any of them come at me, you, you got to be my backup here. Because I know I know if someone listens, it's gonna be like, hey, you know, if the burger was that good, I'd have tasted it. And like I'm very with Holy Chuck, I'm very specific. Not just Holy Chuck, Rude Boy, even Burger Priest. I would I would I would lay down. Uh, not a fist, but a stern palm on the table if someone told me they didn't like it and their first experience was a to-go. I'd be like, listen, all right? 
if it's your first well, experience, well, you got to then take the time. You got to sit down. You got to well, anything with that. It, it as a to go is not going to be the optimal experience. If I if you'd never had a, a good steak dinner before, and the first thing that you have is like Applebee's curbside to go, you're gonna be like, eh. It was it was food, I guess. Versus if you have, you know, you go to a a, a Ruth Chris or something, and you get a very good steak as it's intended, sitting at the plate at, at the table, eating it off the plate, the hot plate, the way that it's supposed to be eaten to to keep it good and warm and and scrumptious. You'll be like, that's a damn fine meal. All right, and they're I, they're both st- uh, now. You're getting me upset by proxy. Well, and I told you, I already told you the other Holy Chuck story when I got upset the time that people were there being really rude about their their burgers being medium. Like I think you were there when I, I think I told that story on here already once. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I I don't try to get too picky, but I would say like even Five Guys, which I think is the bottom barrel of the non fast food fast food burgers in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I've had a Five Guys burger fresh, and I've had one where I took it home. When I took it home, it was garbage. Yeah. When I had it fresh, it tasted nice. It was just too expensive. So that's still my thing about them. But even with a place that I actively would love to say I don't like because I just don't think that they're worth the money, there was a massive loss of experience by taking it home. And I, I only took mm-hmm. it – I was a 10-minute subway right away from where I took it. Yeah. And uh, and the quality took a nosedive. I used to – the place that I used to work uh, was about a four- or five-minute drive from a Five Guys. And I would do that occasionally of run up to five guys. And I learned that I had to get, there were certain things I could get on it that would, um, you know, that was okay to eat as, you know, taking it back to the office to eat. And, uh, you know, I think I could do a bacon cheeseburger with like, I couldn't have like mushrooms or onions on it because those were just, there was just too much moisture in that. And by the time I'd get it back, the bun, I could like wring a cup of water out of the bun. Yeah. And I, so I thought with five guys, also the fact that they, they dump a bunch of fries just into the bag. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh good. Insulation heat. This should no. be fine. But yeah, that's yeah, just more moisture. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, food, right? Um, that's my off topic. What I got this week. Um, DJ, you there? Still here. All right. Are you hungry? <laughs> I actually finished off dinner while you guys were talking. Man, that's timely. <laughs> I kind of wish I had food to eat right now. <laughs> and, and and ironically enough, it was the first time getting a new burger takeout place. So, uh, oh, man. Was it any good? Eh. Would you try it in, like eating in? See if it's different? The place is only like five minutes from here, so I'm not sure how little experience I'm losing. Still, it's going from being on a plate and being able to breathe to here we go again. Talk to tossing it in styrofoam or something. It's I'm glad it wasn't terrible. A bad burger is the worst thing because like a bad burger should not even be possible. Like yeah. the burger I dislike the most, I still can eat and I still f- feel fine eating it. Like of, of the burgers places I could go to because it's not like it's it's awful. It's still edible. An, inedi- an inedible burger seems like it should be impossible, but I know it exists. That aside, TJ, what off-topic stuff did you get this week? Uh, not a great deal. And no food. No food. Uh. Oh, uh, I got the death flu. That was a nice off-topic thing. I might have had some kind of flu this morning when I got... I had sleep paralysis when I woke up this morning. Uh. 
I hate I mm. mixed with shadow people visions. That's that's sleep paralysis. But that's, I mean, sometimes I've had sleep paralysis where I don't think other people are in the room. Like where I just I wake up, but my body hasn't woken up yet. Mm-hmm. This was I woke up thinking there was someone walking around. Like I could feel someone walking around me. That is that is the full blown sleep paralysis. Welcome to the club. Freaked me out because like here's how my brain worked. I was like, oh, that must be Crin. Wait, Crin's not here. Wait, I'm in an apartment by myself. And so my brain sped up enough to reach that point. Mm-hmm. But then I was like. I can't, I seem to, my body does not seem to have activated yet. I can't turn my head to confirm. Mm-hmm. Well, huh. And then I was like, maybe I'll make a noise. And after trying three times, I was able to make a snore. Kind of like a, and then I was like, surely that's enough to reactivate my body. Come on. And then I was able to get up, but I was like, I haven't had that in a long time. That's That that screws you up for the day, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was not, I felt so groggy all day. And I slept for like a full eight hours, but I was just out of it. And you just don't like trust your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a bit. Like, no, I, I, I was awake and it was at the corner of my eye and it was coming after me. And I was like, I could breathe slightly harder for a moment. So I was actually, here's, here's my, my brain works. When I realized what it was, that there wasn't anyone in the room and I felt tired again, I was like, if I lie down again, because, I mean, I would actually be really stoked if there really are shadow people, so maybe I'll just try to make contact again, but it didn't work that way. I, I fell back asleep for another half hour and had a really weird dream about assassins coming at me from within the game Chrono Trigger. Okay. It's hard to explain, um, but there was lots no, of... No, it, it seems like you explained it pretty well right there. Lots, yeah. of, lots no. of knife throwing. Hmm. Not, a bad, okay. not a bad game to dream about. Yeah. I was I was in a hidden DLC room in Chrono Trigger no one had ever found with some kind of creepypasta computer in it that had like meat hooks coming out of it and a T-Rex face. It's hard, hard to explain, but uh, not out of the realm of Chrono Trigger, though. That's right. <laughs> but TJ, so you had you had some death flu that's going around. I had like some I, death flu. Yeah, it was going around. That was like the scariest I've ever been. I found out what it's like to pass out on my feet. That was fun. Mm-hmm. No, that's that, that does not happen to me often, but I know what you mean. Oh. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the subject of actual plastic, there just, just was one other question. Yeah, death flu. So temperature, right? Uh huh. Did you have any like really kooky fever dreams? I'm not sure you call it fever dreams. Like I had two days where whenever I tried to fall asleep, my brain would try to dream, but it's like the signal didn't get through. So it was nothing but black shapes and words I couldn't make out. Oh, weird. Yeah, because when and, last time I had a major flu, I would have these dream, these dreams that would overtake me before I fell asleep, and so like I would see the room around me, but also the dream, Ooh. and like I was like a spaceship, and so like I was like, and this was, this was in Japan, I think. So I was like on on a, on a kind of mattress on the floor, rolling over, knowing somewhat that I'm just rolling over on the floor. But also, I'm a spaceship, and it's really hot, and I'm having trouble breathing evenly. And it was weird. Like, my fever dreams are, are, like, this happened when I was a kid once, too. Like, when I get fever dreams, it's like the dreams overtake me before I'm asleep, and then the dream visuals mix with reality visuals. But, like, not not in, like, a cool drug trip way, just in more of a freaky, I think I might not be in my body kind of way. Anyway, I was just curious. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's like the most unpleasant time I've ever had trying to get to sleep. It's legitimately yeah. scary, like especially because in your brain that's real to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when it's like you know what? Maybe I'll leave the lights on. 
time to bust out the binky that's still living in the closet just (laughs) in case uh no uh actual plastic that came in while i was suffering death flu Mm -hmm. so i've been waiting for like a month on a package out of china that had these more like little spring auto transforming things that i've been discovering out of china yeah the oldies whatever's yeah so last we spoke it was uh the flip changers whereas this time it was what the only phrase i have that i can attach to him is beast as a beast soul because mm-hmm. i i can't find like a proper translation of the title but the gimmick of the line is and i uh i know i know saw this i'll go ahead and link it just in case uh Aaron missed or not. Yeah, you uh, you posted a clip of just the, the gimmick from from um, probably the best looking of the ones I saw on the poster. Oh, yeah. And uh, and it, it is like, like you know, knowing what's happening, it happens in a way where you do kind of go like, was that a trick? Was that like a camera trick? <laughs> yeah, so just for the... It is cool. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's just for the mental image for the listener. It's two different cars matching aesthetics that crash together bumper to bumper and when they do a magnet on both sides holds the two together aligns everything correctly and one car hits the switch on the other car to activate all the spring loaded transformation steps so imagine like an auto changer transformer if like two were exploding next to each other at the same time yeah and then all to create one big beast and, and so this thing, like, like it's not even, it's not even like, oh, you know, I can see it's a car exploded in the shape of, like, a scorpion. It's these two cars bumped together, and there's, like, this really fast blur of movement, and then they are a very legit-looking robot scorpion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not a robot scorpion made of car parts. Like, it looks like a robot scorpion first, which is what, what I, I would say is the thing that causes the biggest magic of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one I showed off on Twitter is very much the best in the line. Like the visual dynamic that's going on there is by far the most impressive. Just the the way that the the linking point is what's already the thin abdomen connection area on a on like you know a basic scorpion shape. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no seam on the scorpion at a glance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, all of them kind of follow that. They all kind of pick this natural little midpoint on the beast they turn into in order to make that look smooth. Mm-hmm. So the beasts all have this definite connective. Uh, quality to them so aside from the scorpion you get two different categories and there's only seven sets in the entire toy line so you get three that transform just by popping up to their legs mm-hmm. so your your quadrupeds which is a pegasus a wolf and a tiger which are all really neat but all essentially just kind of do the same thing yeah and then you have ones that are uh, they transform vertically where the rear one is mainly designed to pull the top one or pull the front one up into the air, mm. which is a really cool visual dynamic to go from two horizontal cars to one vertical beast. So for there, you've got a, a dragon, a condor and or a peacock. It's a really nondescript big bird. A chondricock. Something like that. And a bear who turned out to be the weakest in the line just because not a lot goes on with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like all the other ones, like they, they all seem really cool. It's just like, holy crap, how much they're overshadowed by that scorpion. 
Oh yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like and the scorpion is the only one that works that way, where everything stays ground level and explodes outward. Yeah, it's just like cause the other ones, like they all look neat. It's just the other ones, like where I say the scorpion is almost magic, how much it masks what it did. The other ones, I felt like the visual, it's just you know, still images of them. They don't, you can kind of tell what's happening in the still images. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the scorpion, it's way less obvious. Uh, it's just, it's just a case of like some really neat toys and then suddenly this like three tiers above them version of what they're doing out of nowhere right yeah it was the scorpion that sold me on the toy line yeah and at that point i when i got to looking into it it's like oh there's only seven of them so okay just just go all in why not yeah like let's do this mm-hmm. and they are a lot of fun like they, they are just perfect little things just to crash into their desk it's very satisfying to watch them go together mm-hmm that's cool. I like mm-hmm. I like I like weird non knockoff toy lines like the Korean stuff or Aldi's stuff in China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say these are Aldi's. Oh yeah, they are the the auction okay. link that you showed me. I, I found Aldi's name on them, and I was like, all right, then. Yeah. Okay. I, Aldi is like I don't know a lot about uh, Chinese toy industry, but like I know Aldi is one of the longest lived original design companies out there. Or, you know, okay. mostly original design companies like they've they've transitioned into doing mostly original stuff at least now uh i think that's about it for what i got off topic because christmas coming up everything is just i can't buy anything right now yeah gotta hold off and then take advantage like deeds does America, does America yet have post-Christmas sales, or do you guys still just stick to Black Friday? Uh, some places will, yeah. occasionally. you got to catch up to us up here in the north, man. There's there's a few places that actually realize, oh, wait, everyone's going to be returning stuff for the next week. We can keep money if we actually put things on sale. It's, it's part of what's changed my whole outlook on Christmas in general, where people are like, oh, what am I going to get you, what a blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of like, you know, if, like, if you need to do something before Christmas, I don't know. Like, get whatever, or just, you know, if you're family, I'm just like, just do money if you want. Like, we already do stuff for each other all the time. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you know, if you wait until Boxing Day and then go out and find stuff I'm looking for when it's a lot cheaper, I won't be mad. <laughs> so, like, you know, this in general, like with Christmas right now, I'm kind of like, I, I don't dislike Christmas. I'm just like, I'm trying to not make it so important to date um for me certainly i'm not telling other people it shouldn't be important for them um especially people who are in my life i'm not going to tell them like well i don't care about christmas so whatever suck it um but for myself i'm I'm just it's starting to become like birthdays for me where i'm like listen it's cool if we do something but i'm not going to be like upset if we don't and i don't want it to be trouble for you so for me if i want to get something i'd rather just be able to get it on boxing day because it's cheaper we all win we all get to beat capitalism, sort of, except that I'm still buying things. Shut up. <laughs> um, Aaron, did you do yeah. any off-topic stuff? Um, had I talked about, about Final Fantasy XV? I want to say you did, but I actually don't okay. remember. I don't remember. I feel like we've talked about Final Fantasy Yeah, I've, I've, I've virtually fished so much. How's the? I mean, have you driven? You're supposed to be driving a car. Yeah, uh, driving around is, has been all right. Um, it's the driving is just kind of on rails. 
Oh. Uh, it, it is a neat experience. I did finally find the uh, Final Fantasy VI soundtrack so that I can listen to whilst driving from one place to another. Um, that's weird. I, I don't dislike it. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I've had a, uh, a decent amount of fun in the game. Um, it's still just figuring things out, and I'm still pretty early in the story because between having to work long hours and then just coming home and like at times just wanting to not do anything um it makes it rough yeah to work towards that but no i've i've enjoyed it the graphics are are good um i'm continuing to convince myself that the ps4 was a good purchase so there's that (laughs) it was a good purchase you did well but yeah i I think that's about it. I got a Star Trek WizKids ship so that I could get a code for Star Trek Online. All right, just bleed it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. like 15 bucks to get a $30 ship in-game. Yeah. Ech. Yeah. It, it felt dirty, but at the same time, like, hey, why not? That's all right. I've done dirty stuff with spending money online on games. Mm-hmm. You know, especially mobile games when you just you're you know when they finally hit that perfect moment when everyone else you're playing with is doing something you're like no I'm gonna do it too this is gonna go great you do it once and it goes horribly you're like all right that's yeah. why I never do that yeah oh yeah um but yeah not really a ton all right then uh, I guess that brings us to the close of this episode um not to say that I don't want us to have new fantastic stuff to talk about but I could do with like a trickle on news for another couple weeks because we also have too many listener questions and I would like to catch up on those but I also don't want to cut into our our fun time where we can talk about how you know burgers should be eaten or how helicopters don't exist so stay tuned for whatever we do but uh it's almost Xmas time it's almost New Year's time so you know Hope that you are having a good one, however it is that you have a good one this year. Uh, whether or not you're celebrating or whether or not you're just barricading yourself in a room and hoping it all goes away. Those are all valid. So, uh, until next time, either way, we'll talk to you later. This has been WTFTFW episode 438. That's us saying ciao. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators and they're here to stay.